Welcome to the One God Report podcast. Bill Schlegel here. We're going to interrupt our interviews with Troy Salinger. But don't worry, we're going to get back with Troy and look at some of these supposed pre-incarnate appearances of Jesus in the Old Testament. But this is a special edition. We got a real scoop here, we might say. We're going to have an interview with the dual-natured Jesus, the 100% man, 100% God Jesus, and ask him a few questions. This will be amazing. Now, please don't take this episode as a denigration of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. This is a denigration of the Byzantine period, dual-natured Christ, the truly God and truly man, Christ, who is defined at the Council of Chalcedon in 451. The real Jesus is denigrated by this dual-natured Jesus. It's ironic that in modern Christianity, this so-called 100% man, 100% God Jesus is sort of the catch-all belief and answer to any supposed contradictions of who Jesus is. But really, this belief that he's 100% man and 100% God, or a God-man, this belief makes Jesus into a schizophrenic liar. The title of this episode could be The God-Man Jesus, the 100% God, 100% Man Jesus, is a schizophrenic liar. And making Jesus into this double-minded liar is a total denigration of the real Christ Jesus, the real Messiah, who is now seated at the right hand of God in heaven. People think they honor Jesus by making him into a God-man. The scholars say they have a high Christology, It's totally the opposite, a God-man. It's a total denigration, a misrepresentation of who the real Christ is. So in this interview, we're going to ask this God-man some questions. But before we get to it, let me read the Creed of Chalcedon, or you can also pronounce it Chalcedon, I think either way. That was decided upon by a group of bishops in the Byzantine period in 451 AD in Chalcedon, a eastern suburb of greater Constantinople, modern Istanbul, Turkey. They all got together and decided who Christ is. And here's the proclamation they made. Quote, We then, following the Holy Fathers, all with one consent, teach men to confess one and the same Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the same perfect in Godhead and also perfect in manhood, truly God and truly man, of a reasonable soul and body, consubstantial with us, according to the manhood, in all things like unto us, without sin, begotten before all ages of the Father, according to the Godhead, and in these latter days, for us and for our salvation, born of a Virgin Mary, the mother of God, according to the manhood, one and the same Christ, Son, Lord, only begotten, to be acknowledged in two natures, inconfusedly, unchangeably, indivisibly, 
inseparably. The distinction of nature is being by no means taken away by the union, but rather the property of each nature being preserved and concurring in one person and one subsistence, not parted or divided into two persons, but one and the same Son, and only begotten, God the Word, the Lord Jesus Christ, as the prophets from the beginning have declared concerning him, and the Lord Jesus Christ himself taught us. <coughs> yeah, right. And the creed of the Holy Fathers has handed down to us. Unquote. Now, the claim is that Jesus is one person, not two. He's the divine, eternal person. But that he has two distinct natures. We can't divide the persons. You can't say Jesus is two persons. And you can't confuse the natures. You've got to be able to say he has two natures. One person with two natures. Some people refer to this as the hypostatic union. The union together of two different natures into one person. And you can't confuse those natures. This always gets me when I read it. Quoting from the creed, Jesus is to be acknowledged in two natures inconfusedly. Oh, if there's ever an ironic statement, that is it right there. He's got two natures inconfusedly. Okay, so according to the Creed of Chalcedon, you've got one person with two natures. You're not supposed to mix up and say that there's two persons in Jesus. He's only one person, but he's got two natures. Can you imagine the Jesus of the Gospels saying something like this? I am a God-man, one person with two natures. Don't divide my person or confuse my natures. Today, it's said that he's fully God and fully man. That always gets me too. That's like being fully vaccinated. Why do people today have to say that Jesus is fully man? Why would there be any question if he was a human being? Why would you have to insist he's fully man? Well, he's fully man, but according to church creeds, accepted by Protestants, he's not a human person. Now, it wasn't accepted by everybody in the, in the church council originally, but you know, that's another story. Us Protestants don't really like to get too involved with these church councils. We just sweep them under the rug a bit. So let's get to our interview with the fully God, fully man, 100% God, 100% man, Jesus. Wow, we're so privileged, Jesus, to have you here today. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. We know you have lots to do, but really, this is going to be quite a privilege to be able to ask you some questions. So some of these will be very simple questions just to clear up some historical problems and some theological problems that for years and centuries now we've had here on earth. So if you don't mind, can I ask, Jesus, were you born? No, I was not. Well, of course I was born. I was born 2,000 years ago. Okay. So, who is your mother? I don't have a mother. I always existed. Well, I had uh, Mary as my mother. Okay. So, I'm a little confused. How old are you? I'm forever old. Roughly 2,000 years. Okay. Uh, a different question then. Did you die? No, I did not die. 
I'm gone. I'm immortal. Absolutely, I died. I'm a little confused, but we'll just continue on. I have a list of questions here. Many have claimed that you were involved in the creation of the universe. Were you involved in the creation of the universe? Well, as God, I created. Well, of course not. I'm a, I was born a human being. I couldn't have created the universe. Okay. One of the Gospels, records of your life, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verse 52, says this about you, Jesus. It says that you increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Is Luke right? Did you increase in wisdom and stature? I did not. Yes, I did. Okay, another question. It's recorded by another gospel writer, Matthew, Jesus, that you said this. You said about the day of your return. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. Let me first ask you, are you the Son? Yes, I'm the Son. Oh, yes, I'm the Son. So... Did you say this, that you don't know the day and hour of your return? Yes, I said it, but I still knew it. Yes, I said it, but I didn't know it. Let's go on. It's also recorded in another gospel, the Gospel of John. After you were raised from the dead, that you said this to Mary Magdalene, that you said, I am ascending to my father and your father, and to my God and your God. Do you have a God? No, of course not. I'm God. Yes, of course I do. I'm a man. Hmm. Okay, there's other places in the scriptures too that say that you have a God, but I guess it would be the same answer, so we'll continue on to another question. You that have been speaking second, who is your God? Some people now say that God is a trinity. Who is your God? Is your God the Trinity or the Father? My God is the Father, but also the Spirit and also the divine portion of myself. Whoa. All right, thanks for the answer. But boy, I thought I was going to get clarification here, but I'm getting more confusion. I'm sorry. Let, maybe some of these other questions will help clear things up for us. If you're fully God and fully man, why didn't you ever tell people that you were one member of a more than one person God? Why didn't you just say that? If it's a trinity, why didn't you just say you're one member of a tri-personal God? Because, well, that's still kind of a mystery that people are still trying to figure out, and I'll just keep it that way. There was just too much to teach at the time. I, I just didn't get to it. Okay. But did you know about it? It would be difficult for a human to know about it. It takes hundreds of years to come up with these things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm confused. So the fully man, Jesus, would you consider yourself to be a human person or just a human nature? I was a human person. I had the human nature as well. So you're a human person. Yes, I'm a human person. 
Now, uh, hold on a second. I'm going to have to interrupt you to you guys here because for years and years, the church has been teaching that you're only one person. So the answers that you're giving are confusing to me. Sometimes it sounds like a divine or God is speaking, and other times it sounds like a human is speaking. So if you're fully man and fully God, is there some way I could know or we could know when the fully man part of you is speaking, if I can say part, or the, when the fully man is speaking or when the fully God is speaking? Is there some way I could know? Yes, by my answers, by my words. For example, when I said I did not know when my return was, only the Father did. That was obviously the human nature part of me speaking. So you leave it up to me to decide when it's the fully man speaking or the fully God. Yes, that's correct. So fully human, Jesus, did you know that sometimes you weren't speaking, but somebody else was speaking? I just spoke with my father told me to speak, so you'll have to ask him. So you never spoke what the son, God the son, told you to speak? No. I only spoke what the Father told me. Okay. Let me ask you this. How did you do miracles? With my spirit. With the spirit of my Father. So, Jesus, it's recorded in the Gospel of John that you said to the Father, that you, you said, Father, this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus the Messiah, whom God sent. Why would you call the Father the only true God if both you were God and also the Holy Spirit is God? Why did you say he's the only true God? Because the Father is the true God. I'm confused. Let's see. Let's go to another question. In the Gospel of John, it's recorded that you said that you were a man who told the truth that you heard from God. You were a man. Why didn't you tell us that you were a God-man, fully human and fully God? Why did you only say you were a man? Because... Well, I only spoke what my father told me to speak, but if you look very closely, there are some breadcrumbs. Okay, I won't pursue that, but fully God, Jesus, let me ask you this question. The Apostle Paul, whom you chose and sent to the Gentiles, wrote this in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. He said that God, I'm going to assume he meant the Father, he said that God desires all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, a man, Christ Jesus. Now, divine, fully God Jesus, if the man, Christ Jesus, is the one mediator between God and man, what role did you or do you play in mediating between God and man? Well, I let my flesh be the mediator. Okay, thank you. 
Another question. Several times in the Bible, it says that you have been made heir of all things, that you're going to inherit all things. If you're fully God, and, as you said, you created all things, why or how could you be an heir? And who made you an heir? I made myself an heir. I was an heir because I was the Messiah. Who made you an heir? My father made me an heir. The Apostle Paul, who I mentioned earlier, said that for us believers, for us there's one God, the Father, from whom are all things. Did he forget about the fully God Son? Yes, he probably did. Okay. Let me just finish with a few yes and no questions. You can answer with a simple yes or no. Are you God? Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Were you tempted by Satan? No, I'm not tempted. Yes, I was tempted. Are you created? Of course not. I'm immortal. I'm God. Yes, I was born of a woman. Did you ever get tired? I never tire. I've slept. That's what I was going to ask you. Have you slept? I don't sleep. Do you get your authority from another? I give my own self authority. The Father gives me authority. Well, thank you for your time, Jesus, but I must say I'm a bit confused. And James, your brother, we believe, said that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Forgive me for saying, but you, the dual-natured Jesus, the fully God and fully man Jesus, seem to be double-minded. I don't know what gives you that impression. Thanks for your time, though. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, modern Christianity has made the Jewish Messiah into this schizophrenic liar. Now, when we originally did this interview, since Christianity has said that Jesus is only one person with two natures, we originally recorded it with just one voice, my friend Al. It was interesting to see how he struggled to answer these questions. And let me give you an example. For instance, when I asked him in this interview we just did, how he had a God. He said he didn't have a God. The human nature had a God. But listen to this answer. He's trying to answer the question only from the divine perspective, the one person, that divine son. I have God as my father. So God is your father and you are God? The son. That's two gods? No, we're... God, but then there's the Father God, and then I'm the Son God. I'm the Father's Son. So that was a different answer than the divine Jesus gave in the previous interview, where he just sort of defaulted to saying, well, my human nature has a God. So even here we have a disagreement. We have a schizophrenic Jesus. Then, as another example, listen to my friend Al struggle when I asked the one Jesus if he was created. Are you created? Well, I was born through the spirit of my father. So you were created? 
Well, I was the word prior, but then I was born in flesh. So enough. Just a plea, Christians, ask your Jesus if he was born, if he had a beginning, and see how many answers he gives you. Thanks to my friends Al and Preston for helping out in this podcast episode. Yishma'u anavim ve'yismachu. The humble will hear and rejoice.